Hey everybody, CJ Burnett here, Florida Veterinary Advisors, and we're gonna do another frequently asked question. Um, this one, this question that I'm gonna do today is uh, somewhat complicated. So today's question comes from someone in New York and they ask, how much should I put down as a payment to buy a home? It's obviously a great question. I think many people are asking that same question when they buy their first home. I think even when people sell their current home and go buy another one, they're asking the same exact question, like how much should I put down on this? And am I gonna roll the equity over or am I just going to pocket the equity, the cash that I get from, from the sale of, of my current house? And so I think the first way to, to approach this, this answer is to Remember that every dollar that you put as a down payment on the home is gonna be another dollar that leaves your world in perpetuity, right? That dollar won't come back. It just, it basically goes into the equity of the home that you're buying. So when you, when you give up cash, you give up some control. And your, the equity in your home can't really buy groceries, right? It can't, it can't pay for weddings. It can't do the things that maybe uh, you need cash to do over the next few months, maybe even a few years. So just keep in mind that every dollar you're putting more on that down payment may reduce your mortgage, but you have to ask the question, how much control are you giving up as a trade to having that lower mortgage, that, that lower monthly payment? So keep in mind, cash is flexible, right? You can use it on anything. You can't really use the equity in your home on anything. It, it doesn't. It doesn't go. It doesn't. It's not like cash, right? So when you give up that cash, you just want to make sure that you're you're really aware that you're not putting yourself in a position where you don't have a lot of cash on the sidelines. Because if you end up needing money and you don't have enough money to manage the unexpected that is happening in your life, that extra cash that you put down as a down payment on a mortgage, you know, really isn't really isn't gonna help you a whole lot. Now to approach the actual question, how do you how do you know how much you should put down as a down payment on a home? And I think there really should be an analysis that you do here because this is a question that is customizable uh, based on who you are and what your own personal balance sheet looks like. The way you do this analysis, we call it a break-even analysis. So a break-even analysis is, a base, is basically looking at two different options, considering both of, both of the impacts that, the, that each of these options have, and then seeing the difference between the two. So if you're gonna put 5% versus 20, or 10% versus 20, or what 15% versus 50, right? You, you really wanna narrow down, okay, what are my two options that I, that I know are possible when it comes to buying a home? So in order to do a break-even analysis, you, I want you to draw out a chart, okay? And this, this chart's gonna have four columns and it's gonna have three rows. And then at the top, I want you to write option A, option B, and then the difference. On the left-hand side, write the down payment and write mortgage payment. And then in the column with option A, I want you to write the down payment. Just below that, you write, you write the monthly mortgage payment. Under option B, you write the down payment for option B and then the monthly payment for option B. And then all the way to the right, you take the difference between the down payments and take the difference between the mortgage payments, the monthly mortgage payments. Now, once you do that, you take the difference between the down payment, you take the, the differences between A and B, and you divide that by the differences between the mortgage payment. And whenever you do this, you actually get the amount of months before you break even. The break-even analysis here is you're looking for the months that it's going to take for you to save the difference in that mortgage payment between A and B before you get back 
the the all that extra cash that you put down so if you if you do option a then it then what you're going to do is you're going to have a higher monthly mortgage payment with a lower down payment if you do option b you're gonna have a you're gonna have a lower mortgage payment with a with a higher down payment and now you can understand how many months is it going to take for you to save the difference in that monthly payment in order to get back the extra down payment you put so that break-even analysis, knowing the months that it's going to take you in order to get back the cash that you put down, the, the, the cash that you gave up control with, is a pretty critical thing to find out because you might find that it takes you three years to get back the cash. Okay, fine. If, if you have enough cash on the sideline that you can manage that, that you, that you don't really worry about it, then do that. Um, if you say, you know what, CJ, it's going to take me 60 years to break even. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but you know, maybe probably miscalculated something somewhere, but if it takes you so long to get back the cash, then you can ask yourself, am I okay with that? Again, if you're to answer this question simply, because I, 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 I wish it was simple, right? I wish I could just give you the answer as far as what works as, uh, on a down payment on a home. But I think it definitely, you have to take into account the mathematical approach of understanding just the break-even analysis. And then you have to ask yourself, okay, am I okay with option B, provided that I know that I'm giving up a certain amount of months of control of cash? So don't forget, we just launched our mini series where you get our full financial planning process completely complimentary. Uh, there's four videos, you head on over, just click the link uh, in this post and it'll send you to it. We also have our podcast. Don't forget to, to subscribe to our podcast and we'll see you next Friday. This material is intended for general public use and is for educational purposes only. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide any recommendations or investment advice regarding any specific account type, service, investment strategy, or product to any specific individual or situation, or to otherwise act in any fiduciary or other capacity. Please contact a financial professional for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Guardian and its subsidiaries do not issue or advise with regard to mortgages. Christopher Burnett is Registered Representative and Financial Advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial Representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veterinary Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Christopher Burnett, California License, 0K79676. 2021-116-686 expires February 2023.